Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. And joining us here on the KRLD Afternoon News is Ms. Wizzy Brown, who is with the Texas A&M AgriLife. She's an entomologist here to talk to us about something you guys have probably all been experiencing, just like we have these daggone crane flies. They are flying everywhere, whether you call them skeeter eaters or giant mosquitoes, whatever your name for them is. Wizzy, we are so happy to be connected with you today. Thanks for the time. Sure. Happy to be here. So what is going on? I feel like we're seeing these big crane. First of all, I didn't even know they were called crane flies because in my family, we do call them skeeter eaters. (laughs) But what are these bugs? Well, they are related to mosquitoes. They're in the same order. But they are just, I kind of call them the Texas groundhogs. This is kind of, for me, it's the sign that spring is kind of right around the corner. I'm going to say we have like one good freeze coming at some point, but then it'll be fine. Um, But they're just these large, kind of awkwardly flying insects that they really don't live very long. They only live for a couple days and they don't feed as adults, so they can't bite you. They actually have reduced mouth parts and those that do eat feed on nectar. Um, So they're actually good to have around as annoying as they are. They're great as food for birds and other insects and reptiles and things like that. But we just kind of have to deal with them. Is this a Texas thing? For people that are new here, they might have never seen these things before. Are, is it the Southern thing, Texas thing, or are they everywhere? Um, well, They are outside of Texas, definitely. But I think with Texas, it's kind of that everything is bigger in Texas. And so we notice them a lot more. <laughs> but they come in a variety of sizes. They're in multiple locations across the United States and the world. Um, probably not on Antarctica, if I had to guess. But, you know, they're they're just here and annoying. <laughs> but where did they come from? Are they dormant most of the year? Uh, do they migrate? I mean, where did all of a sudden it just came? It's like they came out of nowhere. Right. But it happens every year. They come out of nowhere every year. <laughs> it's like people forget what happened last year. Very true. So, usually that, well, the larvae, which is the immature stage, those are going to be in the soil. And usually it's kind of like moist soil and they're just kind of doing their thing, feeding on organic matter. So they also are beneficial as decomposers. And then when it starts to warm up and we kind of get some rainfall and whatnot, they start emerging out as adults. And essentially the only things that the adults do is the males and females find each other, mate, and then female lays eggs and they die. 
And that's, so they spend the majority of their life kind of in the ground as larvae. So basically they're part of the food chain. That's pretty much it. Well, and decomposers is larvae, but yeah. <laughs> Are, can they see very well? Sometimes I feel like these things don't, the way that they fly, it's just a little sporadic. And I'm like, is it flying towards me or it runs into the wall all the time? What's going on with that? They do have eyes. Um, so they are capable of seeing. I just, I think that they're just kind of awkward. First of all, they're related to, they're in the order Diptera. So they're related to flies, which means that they only have two wings. So they don't have four wings like most adult insects. So that kind of makes it a little more awkward. But if you've ever looked at one up close, they've got those giant legs. So you're trying to keep those legs out of the way and flap your wings. And they just got a lot of stuff going on, I think. So I think that that might make them a little bit awkward. It does make it great. Like if you have a cat and you get one indoors, they make great cat toys. Yeah, they do. I have one myself and I've been seeing him jumping around, running around like, what are you chasing? And then I see one of those big old daddy long leg looking things. And I'm like, oh, it's a crane fly. (laughs) Why do these crane flies really like garages to start with? Usually it's light. So they're going to be attracted to light because I always have them kind of hovering around doors, windows, whatever area is going to have lights. And so they're going to be attracted to that and that's going to draw them in. That can also be light colored surfaces, but then they're also going to look for protected locations, especially if it gets a little bit cooler at night than those covered areas like porches, garages, that's going to be a little bit warmer than kind of other areas. Now, I don't know why I was thinking that these guys come out usually during the summertime, but is it just because we're seeing warmer temperatures? I mean, we hit 94 degrees this week, (laughs) record-breaking temperatures in the middle of February or end of February. Is it because of the warmer temperatures we're seeing them emerge? We usually see them in the springtime. Um, Summertime, we have related insects, but not necessarily these particular ones that we see. But it's usually these are the kind of the first ones that start coming out during the year and kind of the this means that everything else is going to start waking up, which is probably going to make everyone cringe at that point. <laughs> how long how long will we be seeing crane flies flying around now? Um, usually we have them for maybe about a month or so. So if you kind of figure out where they started emerging out, you'll have them usually about four to six weeks, but it it all depends on what the weather does. Is there anything else you want people to know about these crane flies? I I just want to reiterate, they cannot bite. They do not transfer disease, so there's really nothing to worry about other than them kind of being annoying when they fly at you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the idea of it touching me. I'm like, oh, get away from me. <laughs> that is Wizzy Brown, entomologist with the Texas A&M AgriLife. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.